From London, England, where the Queen lives. Recorded live from an underground bunker and packaged into an MP3 with a pretty little picture. Helping to kickstart your day with the motivation and inspiration you need. 365 days a year. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. And this is your host, Chris Jags. Good morning and welcome to the weekly episode of the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. As always, this is the main episode of the week. Released on the dreaded Monday, when everyone's trying to track their heels out of bed to get themselves up for school, up for work, and maybe if you're working from home, just to another room. Now if you are, how difficult is it to move from that one room to another? Now I hope you had a great weekend, and if you're working it, hopefully it went well, and you didn't meet too many idiots out there, because, let's face it, there are plenty of them around, aren't there? Also, before we start, would you like to give the podcast a rating and a review for me to read out on the show? Good or bad, constructive feedback can only make this better for you. Thanks. So let's talk distractions. Are they good? Are they bad? Or are they a little bit of both? Research shows that being distracted can take an average of 23 minutes to completely refocus yourself. Distractions can be anything at all. It could be an email notification in the middle of a project, a text during a meeting, or hang on, what about that interesting social media post that just popped up? But what happens next? Well, you dive into that rabbit hole of intrigue and you want to learn more. These things happen to us all and then you lose focus on what you're doing. Maybe you're just flowing with what you're doing and now you've stopped. While some of us are unsuspectingly wishing for some sort of distraction from that dull task you've been trying to put off, some are actually nice to get, whereas others are just annoying and these just may affect you without you even realising. Now before we dive into the power of distraction, let's give those messages our attention. The elevator to success is out of order, so you're going to have to climb the stairs one step at a time. It's the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. If you've got a question, comment or idea, you send an email to chris at learndeveloplive.com. Everyone gets a mention. You're listening to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. Welcome back to the show. Now, there is a quote from the author, William James, which says, My experience is what I agree to attend to. Now, when you think about that, it's simple but true. What you pay attention to does determine the experiences you have and the experiences you have determine the life you live. Some people may well flip that around and see it as you must control your attention to control your life. Today, in a world where so many experiences are blended together, where we can work from home, or a train, or even on the beach if you've got Wi-Fi of course, you can answer your front door from your phone. And this is another example that there are so many distractions waiting for you to unlock your phone yet again. They are waiting, and they are ready to strike. Okay, so we've had that distraction. How can we go about building and getting you back with your focus? Now, for some people, passing distractions never seem to cost them much time. They'll take 30 seconds or a minute to look at their phone, or maybe a few minutes just to scroll through Facebook or Instagram to see someone's random photo of their lunch. Yay! Then they'll return to work, no problem. 
Now, not everyone falls under that category, and you may be in the extreme minority, as a recent study showed that 90% of employees have admitted to using social media during work hours. Ooh. Those odd minutes here and there are just the beginning, and they do start to build up in what becomes a place of lost time, especially when you factor in the additional minutes it takes for your brain to regain the focus on that initial task. And this is where that 23 minutes with trying to refocus yourself again comes into play. Multitasking is something I am massively guilty of myself. In the midst of getting distracted, this forces your brain to multitask. You might be doing one big job and then you think of something small. You know, that nice and easy thing that needs to be completed as well. And you just do it quickly before returning to the main job. You lose that focus, you lose that drive, and you are no further with getting this first thing done than you were a few minutes ago. That little job was competing for your attention, and it won! Unsurprisingly, there is some science behind why multitasking can mess up your original mission. Now, when you learn new information while multitasking, that brand new info can get sent to the wrong part of the brain. So while you might believe you're paying attention in a meeting, while reading up on the brand new brief at the same time, the chance of remembering much is actually very slim. Switching between different tasks can actually disorientate you or even tie you out due to the brain needing to consume even more oxygenated glucose during every task change over. The end result is a stress hormone called cortisol being produced by the brain. This will lead to feel irritable and even aggressive. Now, social media was always going to get a mention here because it is probably the worst distraction for most people. Most modern distractions have the potential to occupy far more than just a few minutes of our time. Social media apps are the best example of the modern day distraction and they're designed to be addictive. The more you use them, the more information you get. But realistically, you don't ever finish with the constant scrolling through update after update unless you have very few people connected to your media account. I was late getting into the world of Twitter long before I started coaching and I added celebrities, sports people, teams, companies that I liked to keep up to date. But, of course, there was no end to the constant scrolling through every single update and eventually you just end up with sore thumbs. Now a quick look at your newsfeed can lead you into a social media rabbit hole and maybe, maybe if you're lucky, 20 minutes later you'll realise, oh, I'm still scrolling. If you want to become consistently productive and manage the stress levels better, we all need to get better with our own attention management, a skill that is worth trying to master. To get the best out of your own attention management, you need to learn how to control your distractions, find your flow, focus on what's in front of you and become present in every moment. If you can recognize what steals your attention or even may tempt you, you need to shut them away, take them out of your attention span, Cut the distractions and you can focus your attention to where it should be. Your attention versus your reality is a great way of seeing just how well your attention span dealt with your day. And you might start the day with a big list of things you need to do and you want to do. We all know that the day has its own plan and it will throw random things at you as and when it wants. Now this sort of thing can be expected, but something you can control is your own attention span. Leading the team while coaching and mentoring them to give them support they need to do their role and encourage their own growth is one way a leader of a business might want to spend their day and that's how they want it to happen. But it's very rarely that it will happen like this. Instead, the reality is they spend a lot of day answering emails, firefighting with things that have gone wrong by others, and that shiny coaching plan for each of his team 
<sighs> Still gathering dust in the same place on their desk they put in the first place. You can have every great intention, but the reality is mostly never quite the same. It is possible that attention management can help you choose what your mind attends to. Fighting those distractions can help you and your productivity throughout the day. And this will skyrocket. Controlling your environment and technology around you is key to making this work for you. With your environment, if you set boundaries with other people, this is badly needed with those open office environments where anyone talking can be a distraction. If you focus on music, for example, this can shut away the rest of the world and of course you can listen to your favourite tracks at the same time. Working elsewhere can also help. A quieter place especially and something I've seen real results with is no meeting days. One day a week where there are no meetings and you can just get on with whatever you need. No meetings scheduled to disrupt your flow. Only that task that you've been meaning to get with. Now as for technology, maybe put the notifications on silent and when you're done each task, those notifications will unsurprisingly well, they'll still be there, won't they? Focus on what you need to do and you'll have each thing done in no time at all. Learning to control your own behavior will have massive benefits to you. Cut the multitasking and focus on one thing at a time. Take a well-earned break every so often to refocus your own mind before smashing apart the next thing on your list. Learning how to control your own things can be the biggest distraction of them all. Everyone's mind will begin to wonder and this is how the human mind works. Having an ideas pad by your side is a great way of making note of that brand new fresh great idea you've had without of course losing it. Practicing any part of your attention management will not eliminate distractions from your day. But as you start to recognize when you do become distracted and you build up your attention muscle through the habits just mentioned, you can start to reclaim your life and devote more of yourself to what's really important to you. Don't allow distraction to derail your aspirations and your intentions. Instead, Control your attention to control your life. Now, of course, there is always going to be a flip side, isn't there? Some distractions are actually good for you. Now, being able to pull yourself away from a task can give your brain some much needed time to just decompress and refocus. There's a reason we tend to come up with our best ideas when we're actually bored or otherwise unoccupied. The brain has more freedom. It has more leisure to wander to brand new places just tinker with problems that exist in the background. If you're specifically using distractions to help your brain refocus and possibly de-stress for a moment, you can actually get some value from your distractions. Despite some potential benefits, i.e. when your distractions are fully under your control, for the most part, distractions are sadly damaging your productivity and in multiple ways. Now, if you want to improve your overall output and distress in the meantime, your best option is to limit your distractions by turning off notifications, schedule your breaks, stay more disciplined with sites and apps that are likely to steal your attention and communicating to those wonderful co-workers that you work with every day so you can focus on your own day. Now on a side note, if you are looking for some direction in life or you just want to learn more about how to cut distractions, drop me a line. You can email me chris at learndeveloplive.com and of course, my calendar is always open to you over at ldlcall.com. You can book your very own 30-minute LDL Power Call and we can start to level you up today. Oh, and keep the credit card locked up. This is no sales pitch. We're just going to have a great conversation about how we can help you grow. So let's speak soon. Have yourself a great week. And I'll be back tomorrow with more. Want some more motivation? Yes. Stay tuned to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast, and that Chris guy will help you out.
Goodbye. What? It's over already? All over. Thank you for listening to the Learn Develop Live podcast. I hope you feel as warm, motivated, and fuzzy inside as I do. You can connect with Chris at learndeveloplive.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I won't say goodbye. I'll just say until we meet again. Until next time. Join the motivation. 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 Motivation.